0: Another episode of Radio Rounds, the podcast interview series presented by St. Louis Children's Hospital, featuring leading Washington University physicians covering pediatric topics of interest to doctors and healthcare professionals. Here's Melanie Cole. The neurofibromatosis comprehensive care team at St. Louis Children's Hospital provides detailed patient assessments and works with referring physicians, allied health professionals and agencies to deliver state-of-the-art medical services both locally and nationally. My guest today is Dr. David Gutman. He's a Washington University Pediatric Neurologist at St. Louis Children's Hospital. Welcome to the show, Dr. Gutman. So let's start with a basic working definition of neurofibromatosis and what are some of the causes that you've been able to identify.
1: So neurofibromatosis is actually a group of genetic conditions uh, that affect children and young adults, the most common of which is neurofibromatosis in 2500 people throughout the world making it one of the most common genetic conditions that most people have never heard of
0: so who are the affected populations
1: children usually come to our attention when they present to their pediatrician with birthmarks called cafe au lait spots to denote the fact that they are lightly colored like coffee with milk these birthmarks are usually in are usually in the in the half a dozen range, but kids may have as many as 20. That's the first sign that a young child has NF over the course of their life.
0: So who would be the diagnosing physician, Dr. Gutman? Would a pediatrician first notice these cafe au lait spots and then refer them, or would this be something that they could diagnose?
1: Typically, young children come to our attention when a nurse or nurse practitioner, a pediatrician, sometimes even a school nurse will notice that a child has many of these birthmarks. While the diagnosis is not usually a mystery, it's the management children who are at risk for a large number of medical problems that becomes challenging. And it is for this reason that children and young adults with NF1 are best managed by teams of physicians who are quite adept and quite experienced in the management of this complex condition.
0: So let's talk about the management. Tell us about some of the standard therapies and even some investigational ones for neurofibromatosis.
1: So I'm going to focus my attention on NF type 1 synthesis the most common. Children with NF1 can develop different medical problems at different ages. And what we do when we see them in the clinic setting is to evaluate them for any of these potential problems in an age-appropriate manner. So in very small children, we're looking to make sure that they don't have a particular kind of nerve tumor that can be disfiguring. We make sure that the bones are well aligned and that they're not at risk a very serious type of fracture that could lead to amputation. As they get older, we will make sure that their development of neurologic and behavior is on target because a large proportion of our kids will have learning, behavioral, even social problems like the kind we see in children with autism. Because of these problems may be under the radar screen, For the practicing busy pediatrician, it's important that we focus our energies on identifying these problems as soon as possible in our clinic setting. We screen our children with a number of conventional tools for attention, for learning, for development, for autism, so that we can catch them at the earliest stages and implement therapy. The therapies that are standard now for kids with NF1 often borrow treatments that we use for kids without NF1, like stimulant medication for attention deficit, like forms of chemotherapy for brain tumors. But the future where we are at St. Louis Children's Hospital and where the NF Center at Washington University are at the cutting edge of is in the investigational therapy. And these come from basic science laboratory research. Work from Washington University, from my lab in particular, have identified a couple of new medications, new chemotherapies that are now in clinical trials for children with NF and brain and nerve tumors. Uh, We are waiting to see how these drugs will fare, whether they'll outperform the kinds of therapies that we've been borrowing from uh, conventional brain tumors.
0: And what sort of regular monitoring do you feel is important for managing the disease And as far as annual physical exams or ocular screenings or any of these types of screenings?
1: We see our children at least once a year. Children that are, young, that are younger than 10 years of age will have their eyes examined by one of our experienced ophthalmologists. We will assess them with a physical therapist in clinic. We will do all the behavioral assessments and the learning assessments and the development assessments right in clinic. And so we we feel that when the parents leave clinic, they will have a very good sense of where that child is today, what problems might be coming down the road, and who they might need to see. Because I've been fortunate enough to work at such a fabulous university and such a great hospital, all of our subspecialists, are experts. endocrinologist and the orthopedic surgeon, all the way to the neuropsychologist and neuro-oncologist. And that's that's an unusual uh, situation. Many places can't boast that they have such a team of highly experienced NF physicians.
0: As far as advanced imaging to identify and monitor internal tumors, are you using whole body MRI? Is this a tool that might help with quantitative monitoring of these internal tumors?
1: Whole body MRI scans are, are being used in a couple of places. It's not clear currently whether that has predictive value, whether that's going to be able to determine what kinds of problems people will get into down the road. It certainly provides a snapshot of the number, the size, and the locations of the tumors, but much more work is going to need to
0: So then in summary, Dr. Gutman, tell us about the neurofibromatosis and research and clinical care team at St. Louis Children's Hospital.
1: Well, we're very fortunate to have such a well-interconnected team that's embedded in one of the world's largest research facilities dedicated to NF. So the clinical program itself is one arm of a very large center where there are over 20 investigators who spend some part of their research portfolio and, uh, and, an effort focused on NF. That's allowed us to identify the kinds of problems, spectrum of problems that we see in kids with NF. It's allowed us to identify new therapies. And when our families come to see us, not only are they benefiting from being at a place where the best possible uh, treatments will be available to them, but where the treatments of tomorrow are going to be coming from. In addition to the, the rigorous, that they're getting in the clinic, we've also developed some complementary care programs for our families that don't exist in other places in the country that start with the toddlers with NF to focus on motor and development problems using jazz music. This is a partnership with Maryville University and with Jazz St. Louis called Beat NF where we use uh, the jazz music structure uh, to help our young kids, these very young toddlers, master skills that their typical developing peers uh, have already mastered. They then graduate to, beat, to from beat NF to club NF, where we spend more time on motor delays, uh, both fine and gross motor delays. And then finally, for a select number of our kids who have social uh, impairments like autism, working with the neuropsychologist at Children's Hospital, we developed Not only do they benefit from having the kind of research infrastructure, a well put together and and highly interdicted clinical team, but they also have this network that's created by the complementary care program where they can meet and uh, network with other families who are similarly affected.
0: What a fascinating program that you have, Dr. Gutman, and what can a pediatrician expect from your team at St. Louis Children's Hospital after referring a patient to you?
1: We hope that it's the beginning of a dialogue between our referring physicians and our program, that that we're there to help address the problems that they don't feel they have the expertise uh, to address uh, specific to NF, and that we can uh, partner with them to not only continue their own education about uh, this complex order, but be their uh, go-to people for, for the management and the treatment of these young kids.
0: Thank you so much for being with us today. A physician can refer a patient by calling Children's Direct Physician Access Line at 1-800-678-HELP. That's 1-800-678-4357. You're listening to Radio Rounds with St. Louis Children's Hospital. For more information on resources available at St. Louis Children's Hospital, you can go to stlouischildrens.org. That's stlouischildrens.org. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.